Welcome to the Spiritual Gifts Podcast. I'm Sam Jackson, uh, the Gateway Redlands Campus Pastor, joined by Lauren Lucas. Welcome, Lauren. Thanks. Great to be here. I'm the Young Adults Pastor at our Mackenzie Campus. And Lauren, today we're here to talk about the spiritual gift of hospitality. And for those who are listening, just a little secret for them, this is the first episode we're recording. It is. So that's it's a exciting. Spe- special privilege for those who are so gifted. Mm. Lauren, why don't you give us a bit of a biblical overview Uh short biblical overview uh, of the spiritual gift of hospitality. Yeah. So I reckon it's, it's definitely a spiritual gift, but what we see throughout scripture is that this is really at the heart of who our God is. Mm. He's a hospitable God. And you see that in even how he sets up some of the Old Testament laws for the Israelites. There are laws that actually require people to invite the stranger in and to make them feel welcome. And so you see right at the outset that this is who our God is. But then if we jump quickly to the New Testament, we see Jesus. He models this as well. Wherever he goes, he is constantly seeing people, trying to help them feel comfortable in the surroundings they're in and welcoming them in. And what's fascinating about Jesus is that he doesn't have a place necessarily to welcome them in. Mm. Yet where he goes, he invites himself into their home, but still extends this idea of hospitality as well. And then throughout the New Testament letters, we see uh, the writers inviting the church, these people who are gathering together to take on this mission that God has called them to, to practice hospitality. And while that's something that as Christians and followers of Jesus, we're all called to do, there is also this shift, and we see this as well in the letters, uh, that it is a spiritual gift as well. And so as we consider what that might look like for us, yes, as followers of Jesus, we're all called to practice hospitality. But for some of us, that will be a drain. The idea of inviting people into our home, the idea of talking to someone we don't know, can be daunting. But for those who have the gift of hospitality, it's going to be this idea that it it doesn't drain you. It fills you with delight. It's something that you want to do. It's something you just find yourself doing. You can't help but do that. It's interesting, isn't it? Because there are some gifts like that that we're all called to do. Like we're not Mm. all called to prophesy. We're not all called to do some of the gifts. But there are those like hospitality and some of the others we'll cover in this podcast where we're all called to do it. But for those who are gifted, there is this sense of delight rather than it being a drain. You said early on, uh, welcoming the stranger. Mm. I think that's really important because we have a hospitality industry, right? It's all centered on food and restaurants and having dinner parties and entertaining people. And that's kind of, I guess, in in some ways distorted this biblical understanding of what hospitality is. And and you said, welcome the stranger. And it's interesting, isn't it? That, That that's the original meaning of this word, welcoming strangers. Mm. Um, so it's not just necessarily having your friends over for dinner. Yeah. It is it is literally having strangers into your home and into your sphere and yeah. making them feel welcome. And, and I and I think that's a shift. I think most of us would love to hang out with our people. You know, mm. it's not a drain to spend time with the people that you want to spend time with. But I think that next step of understanding hospitality is that it is looking outside that bubble of my people and actually wanting to and seeing those who may need love and care and support and inviting them in, whether it's to your home or even in your workplace um, or in the church, how do you make them feel welcome and comfortable in that space that you're creating? And isn't it the case in this uh, era of, of or like a pandemic we're living mm. in loneliness, we need the the people who are gifted with hospitality to Rise lead up. way. And we've yeah. got someone with us right now. Kate Peterson, welcome to the Hi guys. podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Uh, tell us about when you first started to understand that you had not, not just a calling to be hospitable like we all do, but this spiritual gift of hospitality. 
So about 10 years ago, I was baptised and soon after that, the church facilitated a program where I discovered my gift of hospitality for the first time. I always enjoyed hosting people and um, looking after people, but I think um, it was a real revelation for me that God had given me that gift for his purposes. And so I was really excited to learn that um, I probably grew up in a family where Uh, Some of the giftings seemed a little bit over the top or a little bit frivolous, a little bit of a fluff on the side skill. And so I I didn't really understand that it was actually, it actually had true value to God. And so I was super excited that I could actually fully express this gift in a whole lot of different ways. Um, Because like Laurie said, it was, it, it, it delighted me. It was easy to do. Uh, I wanted to do it. And, um, you know, as Romans 12 says, it's love in action. And for me, it was the simplest way to love people was to um, to invite them in. So, so discovering that gift for the first time was very freeing and uh, allowed me to use that gift in a bunch of ministries across the church. Give us some examples. What, what are some of those ministries and how have you seen it play out for you? So the very first ministry was actually mainly music. So when my twin girls were preschool-aged, Um, we attended mainly music and met a great bunch of women. And one of the leaders there asked if I would help with morning tea. And I was so excited to be asked because it's in my sweet spot. And so I just loved the opportunity to um, shape the environment that those families walked into uh, so that they would feel comfortable because a lot of them didn't know anybody. Some of them weren't connected to the church at all. And so through food and through, you know, setting up a space that was not only functional but really comfortable, uh, I just knew it meant to people coming into the church for the first time, they could see we'd thought about them in advance and we, um, we really valued them enough to invest time and energy and, um, and our finances to, to bless them. And I, and I was one of the beneficiaries of that when you uh, were doing Manly Music, right. bringing my newborn along. And yeah. uh, I remember just noticing that you cared a special diet. And so that was something that was catered for. And uh, I experienced your welcome in that space too. I'd forgotten that. That is a really cool reminder. Yeah. yeah it was so fun. It was, it was a very freeing experience for me to be able to use that gift in the church for the first time ever. Mm. So when you hear us talk about uh, hospitality and being gifted in it, not just called to it, but gifted, that, that sense of it being a delight rather than a drain, does that resonate with you? Absolutely. I, um, it's, it's so much part of my life that we, when we built a house 13 years ago, we, we intentionally built it with hosting people in mind. So we wanted to create a space that was really comfortable for people to drop in whenever they wanted to. Um, I love inviting strangers. I think it sometimes takes people um, a little bit off guard, but I love inviting strangers to our house because there's nothing like breaking bread with people to facilitate connection and conversation. And um, it's just a very quick way for people to feel relaxed and to see your heart for them. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, our house is set up and it's designed to entertain people. Um, It's designed to make people feel comfortable and uh, it's, not, it's not just about our home too. I think, you know, you don't even have to invite people into your home. As Laurie said before, whatever environment you find yourself in, um, so for example, our church or um, your, your home office, not your home office, your work office, um, just making sure that you've thought about others in advance so that when they come into your space, uh, they feel comfortable and valued. Uh, it's just something that I naturally think about all the time. Mm. 
And I, and I think you can see that, that it's not just the home, but it is the spaces you go. You just find yourself, if you've got the gift of hospitality, just wanting to make people feel comfortable in the presence. Even if you're meeting someone in a coffee shop, just how you interact with them in that first moment. Um, you can see whether people, you know, come in and just feel that warmth. Yes. Um, yeah. I think for, for one of the things that... Um, Michael and I talk to our kids about is being hosts, not guests. So we always talk about hosting people wherever we are. Even if we are a guest somewhere like Jesus was, we still want to host in any way that we can. And sometimes that means I can't sit still, but it's just what I want to do. I want to get up and help wherever I can. Um, and I'm just conscious of how other people are feeling in the space. And so we, we do, we intentionally teach our kids to be mindful of others, no matter where they are and host rather than sit back and be a guest all the time. Brilliant. I, I, I must chime in as well, Kate, and say I've been on the receiving end of your hospitality. I'm not sure if you remember, you were the first person who phoned me before I joined Was the team I? at Gateway and, and made me feel very welcome, both on the phone and then as I joined the team and, and uh, integrating me into the family here. Oh, uh, great. It, it was, it, I, can, I can affirm your gifting in hospitality, <laughs> absolutely. I'm glad you felt that. We've only got a, f a couple of minutes, or oh, one minute left. Uh, let's talk a bit about two different contexts. So the, the, the opportunities within Team Gateway for people who feel gifted uh, in hospitality, places where they can serve, but then also I want to talk, I, I do want to take some time to talk about this gift in the marketplace. Mm. So let's start with Team Gateway. What are some of the things we think about, some of the ministry areas we think about that someone who suspects they have this gift can start to serve? Yeah, I think the natural one is the welcome team. So obviously that's the uh, most natural place to serve, but I think it goes beyond that as well. And I, I know there's uh, the hope that we don't want people just to feel welcome, but feel connected as well. So looking at the opportunities to help connect people into the church. But if you look at any of the people ministries, whether it's kids, youth, young adults, uh, life groups, they're is just such a, a great opportunity. So I think it's a gift that can be used in so many spaces um, throughout the church. I do have an encouragement um, about considering being a life group leader. Mm. Um, my husband and I were really um, confronted or convicted at one point a few years back about being life group leaders. We didn't feel like we had the years of um, biblical, theological experience required to be a life group leader. And I remember um, Christine Wood said to me, who was a pastor on staff a few years ago, she said to me, you just have to open your home. You just have to be willing to host people. And instantly I went, oh, I can do that. That's comfortable for me. And so we started a life group and um, didn't necessarily need a spiritual director in the place. We just needed a bunch of friends who would come into a place that was comfortable and open the Bible together and chat through what the scripture meant for them. And so we found that um, really encouraging. And I probably just encourage others to to think about life group leaders a bit differently, that it's just um, hosting a life group, not necessarily leading it um, like our phenomenal pastors do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amen. I think about the life groups I've been in over the last 20 years. And, and for me, the gift of the groups I've been in where the leader, you can't, they can't see that on air, but I just you did, did the, you know, quote Double. unquote, yep. <laughs> um, where the leader has been a teacher versus leaders who have been gifted in hospitality. I'd take the second group every time. Mm. That's, that's no, that, I'm not you know, diminishing the gift mm. of teaching at all, but if the if the leader has a gift of teaching but doesn't have a you know a hospi hospitable bone in their body it's a very different group to the other mm. way around so i would affirm that if you have the gift of hospitality really pray and think about uh, being a life group leader let me just we we, we are we are 
time has evaporated. Can I just say, uh, when we when we think about the marketplace, this is it. This the spiritual gifts we've got. Yes, they are for building up the church, but I, I just believe that God wants us to use them in all spheres. I just talk about my wife for a second, mm-hmm. chance I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a midwife, and she sees up to fourteen women a day uh, when she's working in clinic uh, who are about to have a baby. And uh, we were talking about hospitality recently, and and her heart is to be hospitable to everyone who comes and sits opposite her that day. And she ha- she works at Logan Hospital, and has a lot of diversity with the women she sees. Um, but uh, I believe she has this gift in that context, and it's such a such an important, such a beautiful thing that's out there in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the women who she meets with and who she encounters are, are blessed because of the spiritual gift at work and the simple prayers she prays through the day. So there's no there's no limit. Uh, to where we can exercise this gift. Lauren, Kate, thanks so much. Kate, I wonder whether, just to close, you would pray a brief 15-second prayer for anyone, well, I'm assuming people who listen, are listening to this episode feel that they may have the spiritual gift of hospitality. Why don't you pray for them just sure. as we close? Father God, I just thank you for the spiritual gifts that you place inside us. I thank you that uh, you've made us all different and that together the body of Christ is a powerful vessel of your love. God, I pray for those with the gift of hospitality, that they would uh, be affirmed in that and that they would find new ways to express that to the people around them. God, you call us to love people and we can do that uh, love in action through hospitality. And so, God, I just pray pray a blessing over those who have the gift of hospitality and uh, I pray that they would discover new ways to use it. We pray this in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Kate. Thank you.